welcome back to EtherCast, the companion podcast to WFIU's Ether Game. I'm Christopher Burris from the Ether Game Brain Trust. We're back after a little summer break to explore big questions about classical music. Today we're asking, why should you listen to Camille Sasson's third symphony, the Organ Symphony? Let's start by listening to one of the best moments in the work. This is the Maestoso from the second movement, and it's music talk for playing majestically. We're going to hear the main theme of the symphony in its full glory, right where the organ comes in as well, the entrance that gives the symphony its nickname. Kent Nagano and the Orchestre Symphonique de Montreal. Camille Saint-Saëns was a prodigy on the organ, but he conducted this symphony rather than play the organ part of its premiere in memory of another keyboard prodigy, Franz Liszt. Their premiere was a huge success, and Saint-Saëns sent the score to be performed by orchestras across Europe and the U.S. By 1887, the enduring quality of the work was undisputable. I wanted to add the organ symphony to the list we are creating on EtherCast of pieces you should listen to because it sits in that special genre of classical pieces like Mozart's Eine Kleine Nachtmusik or Grieg's In the Hall of the Mountain King where the main theme of the music seems to get stuck in the public's ear and never really leaves. You can hear it echo its way through other parts of our culture over time. Here, for example, is that big main theme from the organ concerto heard another way about a century later.
We're listening to If I Had Words, performed by Scott Fitzgerald and Yvonne Keeley. The words and arrangement were created by Jonathan Hodge, a UK TV jingle writer. Given his profession, Hodge recognized that valuable but elusive quality of a melody that makes it stick in people's memories. He obviously thought the Maya Stoso theme had that quality, and his hunch was confirmed when If I Had Words hit number three in the UK pop charts in 1978. So what is it about this melody that preserves it? Why do people keep coming back to it? Like many of the questions we tackle on this podcast, there's probably not one specific answer, but I think it has to do with the inspiration Saint-Saëns used for this symphony's theme. Take a listen to this Ave Maria by Renaissance composer Jacques Arcadelt. That's the Indiana University Children's Choir. You can hear the similarity to Saint-Saëns' theme, not just the melody, even the harmonies match. Let's listen to a little bit of the Maestoso again. Now, it's not for certain that Arcadelt was Sasson's true inspiration for his symphonic theme. You can hear they aren't a perfect match. However, he dedicated this symphony to Liszt, who had previously done his own organ setting of Arcadelt's Ave Maria, so it's a very likely connection. Arcadelt's Ave Maria is itself a borrowed piece of music. It comes from Gregorian chant for the Deus Irae. All of this is to say that by the time audiences heard Saint-Saëns' symphonic theme, this melody and chord progression were already floating around in the collective music culture of Europeans and Americans. And because of its centuries-old association with the Ave Maria and the Deus Irae, there might have been a sense of familiarity or an innate attraction to the symphonic theme and its chord progression. Why is this symphony worth listening to? It's a rare example of a piece of music whose melody continues to keep echoing through history in various forms. And defining it that way opens up all sorts of even more fascinating questions about our own preferences for certain melodies and chord progressions as a community of music lovers and what we decide to preserve over the passage of time. Most recently, the pop song If I Had Words converted back to its orchestral roots as Saint-Saëns' theme in the movie Babe from 1995. The entire soundtrack is based on both the UK pop song and Saint-Saëns' orchestration from his third symphony. We'll listen to the end credits to the movie as we go out. Join me next time on EtherCast as we tackle more curiosities of classical music and show the EtherGame brain trust what you know about classical music on EtherGame, our Tuesday night radio trivia show 
live at 8 o'clock on WFIU. You could even win a CD. I'm Christopher Burris. Thanks for listening.